We've got Chris Whitaker coming up shortly, the Waratahs assistant coach. The Tars lost 31-26 to to the Brumbies in a trial in Griffith on the weekend. Super rugby season not far away in a World Cup year, of course, as well. And uh, I saw that actually Steve Borthwick, the New England coach, was essentially throwing shade at Eddie Jones. Not Jones directly, but just the England team, which he's just taken over from Eddie Jones, saying they weren't good at anything. They're coming off a loss to Scotland in his first match in charge. I'll be worried about what's going on in the here and now over there, but... uh, Careful. Yeah, there you go. So Eddie leaves England, and they were pretty disgruntled with him by the end, even though he was the winningest England uh, coach by win percentage in their history. Anyway, he's back here now, so it's going to be a fascinating year there uh, in rugby. Uh, just see that Adam Pegilly writes in the Herald today as well that Dylan Brown has only just returned to full training there at Parramatta. He suffered an arm infection post his Bali holiday. And the Eels get a look at Penrith straight away this week after they, of course, played in the grand final in a trial Saturday in Penrith. But uh, I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to seeing how or St. Helens equip themselves as well, Lots. They've got the Dragons in a trial this week as they warm up for the World Club Challenge the following week. What are you laughing at? Go on. No. No. Ask your question again and then I'll come back to this. (laughs) What were you doing reading while he was asking? I'm I'm reading something about the great Kelly Slater, which I'll come back to. No, I want to hear this. Don't worry about that. We've got plenty of time to talk footy. (laughs) Right. Well, Pamela Anderson (laughs) has just shared new details about her on-off relationship with Kelly Slater. Mm. In her new Netflix ah, documentary, yeah, have you watched it. this? I've watched a bit of it. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Anyhow, she said yeah. that he was my big love, you know. But he goes, he was such a sweetheart, but they weren't exclusive with each other. All right, so they had boyfriends and girlfriends <laughs> in between, Open. and she found it extremely difficult one day because Kelly, when he won a surf competition. <laughs> accidentally thanked his girlfriends <laughs> <laughs> on the trophy diets. <laughs> Good looking rooster, Kelly Slater. Good looking so that's rooster. why I was laughing. <laughs> yeah. And what was the fallout? <laughs> they broke up. <laughs> they weren't t- were they together though? Well, <laughs> so sorry. That's why I wasn't <laughs> answering your question because I was deep in thought. <laughs> You've got to think about these things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I've got to watch this now. <laughs> so am I. Good docker. You'll like it, Mino. Yeah. Is it a one no, time? I, I, a... I watched for 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, I you see. You're reading this on news.com, aren't you? <laughs> Pamela reveals brutal way she finished Kelly, is the headline. How old okay. is Kelly, did we say the other day, when he was still surfing? Uh, 51, is 51. It? Still rocking it. Amazing. Oh, what a but then she also, this is the other one, when she got married to Tommy Lee, she'd met him at a Los Angeles bar she owned. And then she went to a trip to America with him. Uh, Mexico, sorry. And in four days, they were married. Mm, that's on the doco too. Yeah. And then she talks about the phone call. So even though he's mentioned multiple girlfriends. Tommy. To, uh, no, 
Kelly. Kelly. Right. She rings Kelly, and this is what she said. My first phone call was to him to tell him I was married. He was like, what? <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez, dramas. Well, high-profile people. That's dramas. That's today. Jeez, Kelly. The documentary. Netflix, isn't it, pup? Netflix? I think it's Netflix, yeah. yeah. Uh, Stan, Netflix, Paramount, one of those. I think it's Netflix. Okay. Is he married, Kelly Slater? You'll find her, though. You'll find Pamela, the great Pamela. Can't. Can't help you there, lots. Mm. Not sure. Kelly's Didn't 50, Warnie, by the way. Um, Warnie's friends with yeah, Kelly. Yeah, he, yeah they yeah, used to play friend. poker together. Yeah, that's right. I remember mm. that. Yep. All right, time to talk some rugby. So we're joined now by the Waratahs assistant coach, Chris Whittaker. Chris, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. And 31 to 26, uh, narrow defeat to the Brumbies there in Griffith in that trial. What positives did you take out of it? Uh, a lot of young guys had a go, had to a, had a put their hand up. Um, you know, it was obviously a good hit out, but things change when you bring contact into it. You can train as much as you want, mm. but as soon as you bring a big contact into it, um, you know, you've got to adapt to it. But, uh, you know, it was a good hit out. We came out with not too many injuries, which was good. Um, and I suppose this week we played the Reds against up at Narrabri and we get a few more Wallabies dripping back into the end of the team to get a bit of a run before our first first match of the season. Yeah, Chris, I was going to say, how important is it, and again, trial games are trial games, but to try and get as much as your full squad together as possible in preparation before that first game? Yeah, just trying to get the combinations right because we only have uh, kind of three trial matches this year, the third one, um, you know, the guys that play the following week after the third one, um, well, they won't be playing that last trial. So it's really, for some of the Wallaby guys, they'll only get this one hit out uh, before that first game and there's even a few guys that won't even play a trial. So, uh, you try and replicate as much as you can, but you know, there's nothing like actual game experience and, and game combinations. Where do the Waratahs improve from last year, Chris? Um, obviously, we've recruited a bit, uh, but I think also just the guys who are one year older. I think we started off last year with, with, a, with a young group. Um, they've worked really hard in the off-season. Uh, we, we've had some guys like Will Harris who's put on eight kilos. Um, you know, all their, their body weights have gone up and their strength has gone up just the pure fact that they're getting older. Um, so I think that experience from last year um, and staying with the same systems. So um, we're actually just making improvements or trying to make improvements and alterations to what we did last year. We're not introducing a whole new system of, of how we do things. So uh, hopefully we're in, you know, we know we know our game better than last year. So um, that's what we're hoping for anyway. Chris, lots of hype about 18-year-old fullback Max Jorgensen. How did he handle it there in yeah. Griffith? Yeah, no, he did really well. Um, you know, straight out of school, so uh, he's been lighting up at training at the moment. Um, you know, he, he's a good kid and super talented. But uh, he started off a little bit shaky, but uh, obviously it was the highest level he's played at, and probably one of the quickest games he's played in uh, in his in his life. So uh, he, by the end of the game, he, he was you know he was flawless. He was catching a couple of high balls under pressure, uh, and he just fit straight in there. So uh, expecting big things from Maxi. Do you? For this trial, Chris, this weekend, do you mix and match or do you go with what you possibly think the starting 15 will look like in round one? Yeah, as much as we can. Obviously, as I said, you know, we've got some guys that won't play a trial match like Michael Hooper and a few other guys uh, won't play a trial match. Um, so besides that, we'll try and get as much as we can to what we're thinking about the first round. There's obviously some positions up for grabs still. Like, yeah. you know, the 5 eight spot for us is, is very hotly contested with Ben Donaldson coming back from the Wallabies. You've got Tane Edmed. Uh, you know, and in round two or three, Will Harrison comes back from his injury from last year, and you've got young Jack Bowen. So 
we're pretty lucky there. We've got four young, uh, good young tens. Um, so that one's still up up for grabs. But most of the spots, um, you know, they're, they're pretty hotly contested. So it's at, this is like their last chance to, to put their hand up, I suppose. Uh, Chris, I wanted to get your take on Eddie coming back to coach the Wallabies. Just what that does for coaches, assistant coaches uh, around the country in regards to obviously his experience and knowledge. But do you guys see that as a positive that he's back in charge? It's good for us. I mean, we, we'll learn a fair bit from Eddie. Yeah, okay. um, you know, he's, already, he's already down at Griffiths, um, you know, having a chat with him, and you know, he's pretty open with everything. So, uh, you know, that's been really good. But I think the good thing is it, it kind of opens it up for everyone now. I think everyone's on level peg now. So you've got to put your hand up and out for selection. So, you know, we've got, you know, all of our guys have to compete for a spot now because we're not sure where they sit with Eddie. Um, so, which is good for us, I suppose. No one can rest on the laurel. So, hopefully, um, you know, we get uh, plenty of guys in that World Cup squad. Chris, you obviously know Eddie well from Ramwick days, from your days around Wallaby squads, etc. Give the players a taste. What can they expect of those ones who are lucky enough to get in Wallaby camps under Eddie? No, I think they'll enjoy it. Obviously, it's it's um, it's very well organised. But um, yeah, as a player, you love that. You know, I mean, everything everything's on point, everything's ready to go. So. Um, well, back in the day, I, you know, I, I unfortunately didn't play with him. Well, fortunately, I didn't play with Eddie, but uh, I was coached with him by him. Um, but as I said, everything everything's smooth, everything runs well, and you know he's got a good rapport with all the players. So I think the boys will really enjoy it. You mentioned the 10 position, and, uh, well, it's been, it feels like it's been contentious, not only at the Waratahs, but in Australian rugby for a long, long time. What about the other positions amongst that squad that I guess is really keeping all the coaches up at night as far as selection's concerned? Uh, as in the Waratahs? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as I said, yeah, we've got some young guys that's just come back from Wallabies, like uh, Lange Gleeson. You know, he'll be competing with uh, Will Harris in the back row spot. You've got Charlie Gamble, who started most of our games last year, competing with Michael Hooper. Um, you know, so right across the board. Then you've got Lullakai and uh, Easy for that. I mean, Easy Caruso uh, uh, They've got some really good competition there because you've got Joey Walton and Will, Will Harrison coming back as well. Um, you know, so right across the board, you know, even at 15 now, you know, you've got Maxi Jorgensen putting his hand up and, um, you know, those young 10s can play 15 in a pinch as well. So uh, there's a lot to be decided and I suppose uh, that's why this, this game's going to be pretty interesting for us and see how the boys go in their positions. Two and a half weeks until your season opener there at Allianz Stadium, Feb 24 against the Brumbies. Chris, really appreciate your time this morning and enjoy the season ahead. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks for that, guys. Yeah, that is uh, Allianz Stadium. Waratahs, Brumbies, Friday, February 24. Uh, any any other comments, Loz, on uh, any Oh, just still doing morning? a bit of digging on Pamela. <laughs> just doing a bit of digging, boys. You a fan of Pamela? Oh, yeah, gosh. as a kid, yeah. Back in the day? Yeah, I was. On Baywatch? Yep. I um, <clears throat> had a few posters of Pamela. Mm. <laughs> did you? I did. <laughs> That's good. Thanks Should we want to make that public? Yeah, thanks well. for that. You're telling everyone what my bedroom On your wall, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Gents, can you wish a regular listener, Toddy, the school teacher from Leeton, a happy birthday, please? Yeah, good on you, Toddy. Happy birthday, mate. Happy birthday, Toddy. How old? Greenies. How old? Yeah, hasn't uh, specified that, pup. Uh, Happy birthday. Mido, where the hell is this joint where it's 33 (laughs) degrees today? Asked John from Morbeck. Yeah, yes, good question. What's the name of it? Gerildery. Say it again. Gerildery. Where Loz is knows that? Very well. I, I, you know what? I've never been to Gerildery. Where is it? It's not, 
it's is not it that far south, from north? Is it? Where is uh, it from Sydney? No, it's west. It's west. Well, so it's south, 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 west. Yeah. I've never heard of it. And what did you say? It was thirty-three degrees there. Yeah, stinker. Uh, so where's it? What's it near? Well, it's down sort of Griffith Way, Southern actually. Southern Okay. Yeah. You never been there, Loz? I've never been. Have you there, been mate. there, Mido? I, 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 never. I know where it is, but I, I've never okay. been there. Well, thanks for giving us another one, Mido. So what else have we got here? Geography oh, lesson. A couple hundred k from Wagga. Is it that far? Gosh, I'd assume. Yeah. Do what down Hay sort of way? Are we going no, there? No, further south. We can. We're doing a show from there. We can. Okay. Awesome. Uh, what's the temp at Mount Hope, Mido? Asked Dudley Hart. Not sure. Where's Mount Hope? That's Cobar Way. Goodness. Now we're going a fair way out. This is Geography 101 um, Now, me. Mido, the Pamela Anderson doco on Netflix is a cracker. Told you. As a big fan of Pammy and my teens, it puts her in a new light. She actually comes across as a really lovely person. Worth a watch, says Sawtell Steve. Boys, do you remember when the soccer player thanked his wife and girlfriend in a post-match <laughs> interview? <laughs> Cheers, Jack. I don't. Um, I'll have to get that up and have a look. Bit of trouble there. Uh, don't forget the Big Sports Breakfast Lunch. She's back again Friday, Feb 24. It's at the Wink Stand there at Royal Ramwick. Changing venue this year, the Wink Stand. Oh, dear. Uh, racing, sporting royalty. Great afternoon. And you can get your tickets on the ATC's website. Just go to australianturfclub.com.au. Get your tables, get your seats. Trying to get Tom Brady. Not sure how we'll go. Clarky's making a couple of calls to make it happen. Oh, no, we'll have announcements on who's coming soon, but uh, it sounds like it's going to be, as it always is, a very fun afternoon. Uh, we've got... Uh, <laughs> I just... I've got to... Oh, <laughs> I shouldn't be talking about this, but yeah, I've got a mate of mine that had a similar incident where he just did Sydney to Hobart. It's not the mate that you think I'm talking about, but a different mate. He did, did Sydney to Hobart. As they were coming into the dock in Hobart, he could see his wife... <laughs> And another friend standing with each other, waiting for him to dock in Hobart. It's a problem. So the boys, the boys had just got to Hobart, been on there for three days, want to get off the boat. He said, ah, back up, mate. We are not docking here. Turned around and sailed back to Sydney. <laughs> Wouldn't dock in Hobart. Yes. Bit of a hiccup. That sounds stressful. <laughs> uh, just a bit of a hiccup. And just oh. both standing there, staring, waiting for the boat to come in. Yeah, it's a problem. Ouch. Uh, Jeff, morning. <laughs> hey, Jared, Michael, and the other bloke. How are we? Uh, Jeff, good Jeff, Jeff. These blokes, mate, they throw me under the bus every day, these two. Hey, Clarky, oh. you actually brought back some memories when you mentioned no names and Phil. Oh, we used mate. to go to the Bath Arms. Yeah, how good. After training. Yeah, how good. Oh, it was fair. Every Thursday night, mate, after yeah, footy mate. training, we'd go to the Bath Arms. Yeah, you used to take me on Tuesday. I was saying to the boys, it must must have been Discount Tuesday or something, because you always, yeah. him and my old man, would take yeah. me there on Tuesday nights. Yeah, you'd get pasta and you'd get the chicken snitty. Oh, and... so good. How are you, Loz? Oh, I'm good, thanks, Jeff. Yourself? Good. I, I, I want to say one thing to Loz before I go on to the topic I want to talk about. Hey, Loz, I heard that you were dancing. Yes. On your own. On my true? own? Yeah. No. Or, or you're on the side <laughs> of the dance floor. Oh, I was on the side of the dance floor, but I was, I was twisting the... the, uh, you, the, the Loz, the, do you want side, Bill? The, 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 no, the, the, the wife's... Bride. The bride's Who? mother. Oh. Uh, does anyone watch Seinfeld? I have watched uh, Seinfeld, I have watched yeah, it, yeah. A lot of it, yeah. 
Yeah, you were like Elaine. You know that little dance she had and everybody <laughs> laughed at her? That's what you were, Lon. I, no, I tell you what, I cut some good shapes on the floor. Oh, I've got a couple of photos here, Jeff. Yeah. And he's hey, over Lon, on the side I'll... of the, the, the D floor. Yeah, he's just, just eyeing his target, though. He's just eyeing his hey, target. Yeah. Yes, mate, you've got four left, Mate, anyway. Lucky Loz didn't go to that nightclub where you're not allowed to stare. You'd have been kicked out for that. What, just staring? Yeah, you're not allowed to stare at the club. 77. And oh, yeah, what was that 77. Yeah. You're not allowed to stare. You get booted out. Ah. Look at that. You're staring. You'd be sacked. Okay. Guys, can I talk? Uh, depends. What are you going to talk about? <laughs> okay. I want you guys. <laughs> hey, Clarky. Clarky. Yes, buddy. I'm, I'm always on your yeah, side. Yeah, okay. Mate. I'll let you go. Say whatever you like. <laughs> okay. I want you guys to go to management because I want you guys to think about this. Get a promotion going during the footy season, right? We hear about, we hear from all these journalists, all these experts. Why don't you get a competition going and get supporters on there for minutes or half an hour once a week? And give their view on the right, on the game. Yeah, I don't mind it. Don't what do you reckon, MC? That's what our uh, talkback we're trying to do. Yeah, but maybe yeah. we need more. You know, we get yeah, a... maybe you get someone in the studio and answering mm. questions from other supporters. It's just a look. It's just a thought. And I'd go first cab off the rank. I reckon. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's what we Have got talk about back it. for. Maybe we just do more talkback during the footy season. Mm. That's what I reckon, MC. Anyway, yeah. good talking to you, boys. Love it. Good on you, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Have a good day, buddy. Yes, Loz. See you, mate. <laughs> hey, Loz. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Loz, you and I got a love-hate relationship. <laughs> <laughs> See you, bro. Uh, See you, buddy. Uh, now, just on Gerildery, by the way. Gerildery. It's just come to my attention. It's where Ned Kelly uh, attempted to have his 8,000-word uh, manifesto printed by the local newspaper editor. This is in 1879. It's the only... New South Wales town raided by the Kelly Gang. So yeah. apparently there's a... I love this. History lesson Ned and Kelly geography museum. lesson. Yeah, and Rick says on the text line, they have a good Ned Kelly museum at Gerildery. So there you go. There's some Gerildery okay. facts I'm loving for you. Mido, I'm loving this. I'm well, learning I'm every day. I feel like I'm back new, at school. New South Wales town for the weather every day, if I remember. Love it. I'll remind you. James, morning. Yeah, g'day, fellas. Look, I... Um... I just wondered with the uh, international rugby league scene, um, you know, well, there's been no information about whether the uh, Kangaroos are going to have a game against either Tonga or Samara or New Zealand or something, um, you know, I assume a couple of weeks after the grand final. So I thought, uh, you know, it might be worth hopefully getting something like that because uh, I already, actually, I really enjoyed the Rugby League World Cup. It's a shame it wasn't on free-to-air, but I was lucky I had Fox. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, rivalries coming out of that tournament. And um, Australia versus Samoa, you know, Tonga and um, the Kiwis would uh, definitely capture the imagination of the Australian public. I totally agree with you, James. I think what Samoa was able to do last year at the World Cup was very significant. And we've seen the rise and rise of Tonga. You now have Samoa. New Zealand will always be competitive. And you want England to be competitive. And then you've got, what's that, five uh, chances in a, in a World Cup. But I think international football, you know, I, I, you know, the season is 31 weeks long. You've got 27 rounds of the NRL. And then you've got, what, four finals weekends. Uh, plus you throw in the trials. There's not that opportunity really to play a lot of football mid-season. 
but at the end of the season, more internationals would be great. And I'm sure that they're thinking about how they look at maximising what these Pacific, Pacific nations have been able to do over the last couple of years in the interest that it's created and the possibility of having more test matches is appealing. And I think it's appealing when you get guys like Tao Malolo, Fafida, going back playing for Tonga, and then what we saw with Samoa, with Jerome Luai and um, Swalihi and, and these type of guys, I think it was just so good. I, I think it was excellent, the World Cup. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd just be nice to you know get some word about it. I know the um, RLPA's been a bit obstructionist, but it would be nice to sort of you know, have that as something to look forward to after the grand final because um, I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, as a lot, well, I'm a relief school teacher and a lot of kids would love to get the opportunity to actually see the kangaroos. And, um, you know, not all of them have Fox and it'd be nice if Channel 9 or some free-to-air channel would get on board and um, cover it as well because um, the kangaroos are a big brand. No doubt about that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the international fixtures this year. I don't think anything's really slated in as far as uh, the bigger nations are concerned yet. But, uh, uh, well, like Loz said, I think they're trying to get the CBA sorted first and then uh, we'll see what they fixture after that. Overnight, the Aussie women played a T20 World Cup warm-up match against India. They won as they always do. Feels like pup, yep. don't they? 44 runs. They are consistent, you know. Eight for 129, so it must have been a bit of a tricky pitch. Uh, they were in some trouble early. They were three for 10. In fact, they were eight for 79. And then uh, uh, the last pair put on 50 without loss. Georgia Wareham not out 32 off 17 balls. And Jess Jonathan 22 off 14 after most of them struggled. Ash Gardner, 22. Beth Mooney at the top of the order, 28. Meg got a duck. That's unheard of. Yeah. That's all right. Get the cobwebs out before yeah. the real matches. Yeah, before the World Cup starts. Part uh, of their preparation. In response, they bowled India out for 85. And uh, four for 17 for Darcy Brown. The pick of the bowlers there from her four overs. So still a convincing victory, even though they were well restricted uh, with the bat. And uh, that is around the corner, the start of the T20 World Cup. Uh, give us a call, 133353. Send us a text, 0419767272. Uh, just on uh, boxing, Courier Mail reporting that negotiations are set to start for an all-Aussie blockbuster between Liam Wilson, who had that unfortunate defeat, of course, on the weekend, possibly robbed, and George Cambosis. So Wilson's agent says that they absolutely want Cambosis and would be prepared to move up to lightweight as well to make it happen. Uh, now, Cambosis has always, always sort of indicated he doesn't really want to waste time in Australia. He's always hunted the big fights overseas, spent a lot of time overseas before he eventually won that world title uh, against Tiafimo Lopez. But the problem for Cambosis is he's coming off those defeats to Devin Haney and almost, I don't want to say has to re-establish himself, but... Uh, you know, probably has less options than what he had yeah, previously. Superstar. Superstar, absolutely. And confirmed it with those two victories over George Cambosis. But, you know, George is a a warrior, as we know. Um, and if the money was right, I'm sure they could get a deal done. Uh, he and uh, Liam Wilson. It would certainly be an attraction here in Australia. I don't know about 
um, overseas, whether it have too many eyeballs on it. But here in Australia, I think people would like to see that fight. Yeah, I think I think they could sell that well here. I think they wouldn't sell in. it overseas, though, would no, they? No, it wouldn't have that appeal, you no. would think. No, very much, I guess, you know. But certainly here in Australia, Australia I think you'd get a decent crowd and you'd get decent eyeballs on it that would want to watch it and pay for it on pay-for-view. Well, this is the challenge for Wilson and his team is to make it financially attractive for Cambosis because Cambosis probably... Well, well, he doesn't he holds, need the fight. He holds the cards, you would say. Yes. So they would have to go and offer him something very attractive. Yeah. And, and I suppose it depends whether George wants to continue fighting and whether he sees this as a stepping stone to something bigger and better. Um, you talk about re-establishing himself, probably doesn't need to re-establish himself here in Australia. It's just a matter of trying to get back out there on the world stage and get some bigger fights if there's an opportunity to do that. G'day, Robbo. Morning, boys. How are we? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Yeah, it's good. Just uh, been up, walked the dog. and uh, What sort of dog you got, Robbo? Bought a collie. Beautiful. Just yeah, the one? Uh, yeah, one. It's our third one. She's yeah. just, she's Great magnificent. Yeah. Oh, that, mate. They're too smart. They're, they're too smart to be smarter than me, but she's smart. Most loyal animals on the planet, I reckon. Oh, mate, Good day, bad day, they're licking your face. They're exactly right. Yeah. You are so right. Love and them. you can rouse on them, but they'll look at you and they still love you. <laughs> they're still sleeping beside Not like you, that's someone else sure. in the same household. Meadow, Gerildery. Yep. Yeah, that, that place right. Uh, yeah, it's where Ned Kelly, it's the only place in New South Wales where Ned Kelly tried to rob the bank. Yeah, uh, they, were there. they successful? Uh, I don't remember, but I went out there fishing with a couple of blokes out of Albury um, many years ago, and uh, they said, come, we'll take you to town to, uh, to the you know, museum, and we got in there, it was closed. So, <laughs> popular. But, uh, yeah, well, what'd you do uh, when you got in there, the museum was closed? Let me think. Yeah. Let yeah, me I'll, think. I'll, I'll give the four guesses, Laurie. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, does it start um, with P? Yeah, yeah you're getting warm. <laughs> <laughs> now, Laurie, while yeah. I've got you there, yeah. young man, yes, I've, the Journey Connection told me there was some um, All-Stars promotional game you were going to have in Journey. Uh, your... Yes, in a couple of weeks' time. In a couple uh, of weeks' time. So yeah. they're trying to uh, – well, they are putting on, on a game of uh, – ex sort of NRL players taking on the locals and trying to raise a bit of money for the club and hopefully it'll be a good weekend. I heard you're uh, going to run around as captain coach. Uh, no, I'm not going to be running around, Robbo. I'll be coaching. You are coaching, I will yeah. be coaching, but I won't be running around, mate. My Out of retirement, are... coach. No, my na- days hey? are n- numbered. Captain coach, come on. No. Boy, catch and pass. That's mate, all you're going to do? Do I'm it for cat. the show. I'm a yeah, catch. catch and pass. You'd have to tackle. Yeah, you didn't tackle when you played. Yeah, Why you start now? Someone might tackle you. <laughs> yeah, but Laurie, Laurie, use some of your dance floor moves. Yeah, That'll exactly. Right. Pull up. Bit of footloose. <laughs> he got a sore. <laughs> he's got a quad strain from dancing. <laughs> oh, he oh, got old man syndrome. Oh, I have got old man syndrome. I've got bad calves. My Achilles are gone on me. I've got bad knees. But no, that that's taking place, Robbo, on the twenty. 4th or 25th, I think it is. Of It's a sad day. Uh, 25th. 25th, yeah. So the day so after get... our lunch. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're not going to be in any state. No, today. no, no, I won't be playing. I'll be just coaching, mate. 
I'll be giving instructions from the sideline. Oh, bossy. <laughs> bossy. Yeah, if you'll just lift the head up and wave your hand here and there. You move over there. See you later. That's exactly yeah. right. But it, no, hopefully it'll be a good weekend. And yeah, looking forward. I was, was going to try and get down there um, for it because uh, they all tell me about it. Um, who have you got lined up? Are they yet? Uh, not confirmed yet at this stage who, but they've got – I think they've got about oh, – I think they've got about 10, 12 players – um, already confirmed, and there's a few more to to put their name to the sheet. So Jason Lydon going to have a run? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard from Lido from for for a long time. Hopefully he turns up. Well, that'd be a blast from the past. Yeah, oh, good man. He's a good a man. Great player. Yeah, champion. Another junior special. Ah, oh, yes, yes. He's up in Newcastle. Yeah, oh, is he? Um, you, you can breed him down there. Well, we no, try to. We try to. What about these yeah. other two just looking at me here, Robert? It's the Group 9 show again. <laughs> well, you know, it, is one, it used to be one of the strongest groups in the whole of New South Wales. Used to be. Well, yeah, Ooh, but you have a look at the, the test yeah. <laughs> Did you know it's 100 years of Group 9 this year? Uh, I think it's 110 years of Newtown as well. Yeah. Or 115. So 15. Uh, they're having a big get-together. Uh, I'll tell you when it is, and you can. And I'll give all these uh, this information out uh, later tomorrow. Uh, but it is in May on the. Is it May? Uh, no, it's April. So on April the twenty eighth, there's a luncheon in Wagga to celebrate a hundred years of Group Nine. So I'll get all the details and I'll read it out tomorrow about. Uh, have it going to the lunch, how much it'll cost, uh, guest speakers and so forth. Uh, some great history in that part of the world, lots. Oh, most definitely. For sure. Most definitely, man. The, a lot of great players have come oh, in at yeah. Group 9. How old was Cliffy Lyons when he first played first grade in Group 9? Oh, he was young. Guy. I Cliffy, mean, you were 16, weren't that you? Cliffy been, was... Yeah, Cliffy was before me. So Cliffy would have been, I reckon, 80... Oh, people in Gundagai know, 83? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, eighty three, eighty four, maybe. He went to North. Well, when did he go to North Sydney? So I'll, I'll quickly Google that because then I can give you eighty five. John O tells me eighty five. So it would have been eighty four. Would have been eighty three, eighty four. Cliffy was there then, um, and they won a premiership because Cliffy was playing down there, and then Greg Haywick was coaching North Sydney at the time, and I think Greg coached either Group Nine or Riverina and got the North Sydney job, and he took Cliffy with him. Mm. Um, and that's where the great Cliff Lyon started his career. Although, I think he played lower grades for Cronulla a, a few years before that and then didn't make it at Cronulla, went back to the bush, had a couple of years there and then straight back into North Sydney. I think he spent one year at North and then Manly recruited him. Good on you, Robbo. Appreciate the call as always, mate. And uh, Anthony Manton's just uh, more information on Gerildery. Yep. It's where Tyler Schiller was first apprenticed to Phil Sweeney as well, thanks to Manto for that, sending that through. But just on the subject of horses, you got some news on Pretty Wild after her, uh, you know, below-par run on the weekend. Below-par? She had a stinker. She's, that's not Well, there, that's were, not there are reasons. It. We think we've No, there's always re- there's always it. a reason. But no one ever listens <laughs> to the reason. From my experiences, anyway, but I don't get my money back either. Yeah, exactly um, right. Uh, she's taking it. She's going to have a couple of weeks off. Um, she's got some work to do on the on the training paddock. Uh, Chris thinks, and then she'll probably come back for a trial around the eleventh of April. 
But she's just going in the paddock now to just yes. have a break, isn't yes. she? So no, she's, she's pulled up okay. Yeah, but she's just going back to the paddock. Oh, she's getting out of the stable, going Correct. to the paddock. She's spilling. Correct. Yeah. Until 11 April trial. Okay. 29th April game day. There's a, tra- a trainer with a plan. There is a trainer with a plan. Yep, he's got uh, he's put some things in place. He's got a few areas he thinks she needs some work. And uh, and again, I think that the other thing that we spoke about was the distance. I think you'll see her run at thousand or eleven hundred. Eleven to twelve hundred. Yeah, I think the yeah. eleven hundred's at twenty ninth. I think that's his. Okay. That's his plan. So yeah, uh, fingers crossed. Hopefully he can probably come back and get some wet tracks as well. Well, I was going to th- is th- that time of the year? Does that <laughs> bit of rain around? Yeah, that helps. Oh, There's taxes and. Rain in Sydney in autumn. Yeah, mm. lock it in. Yeah, fingers crossed. Oh man, I was I was on the phone to Mido after the other day, watching mm. it, asking what's going on. But like we could see the bump she took, but I still didn't think it was. Well, she did end up wide after that bump. Yeah. So, look. Yeah. Anyway, is what it is. She That's was it. hopeless, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, mate. I'd, I'd no, ra- don't, you don't no, need to sugarcoat the bullet. I'd rather it yeah. straight between the eyes. Thank you. I agree. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sitting here making excuses. Let me tell you. I want my little girl first. Yeah, nah, she, I'll accept second or third, but I want her first. She mightn't come up this prep. We'll see. She's in good hands. I do know that. Yeah, no, she's in great hands. But yeah, it wasn't a great run. Hmm. Foxy, not far away either. So. Uh, Foxy. The blowtorch <laughs> will change. Is Foxy still here? Foxy still with us. Is Foxy coming to Kelsey Lee's birthday? We're pretty wild. <laughs> Mate, she'll be up there winning the Queensland Oaks. <laughs> oh, oh, drama's all around. Uh, so how we roll in here, Mido. Bit of drama gets the blood flowing through the veins. Is that right? Yeah, it gets you out of bed, you know? Just got to... It gets you up and going, doesn't it? It's like nerves before a big game, Loz. Good feeling. Oh. I used oh, to love it. I used to, used to like, you get... Walk out to bat, you try and mark centre, yeah. and you couldn't. I was shaking so much, like you couldn't hold the bat still. When did you so settle? When did you settle as a batsman? Because as a footy player, once the whistle yeah. goes and the ball is kicked, all the nerves are gone. Get through you, the first ball. You just play. Golden duck, scariest feeling in the world. Right. So, so once you, you no, nah, once I faced my first ball, it was like I could then mm. take a breath. But then once you get off the mark, it's you haven't got a duck. It's play on, but. For us clubbies, it was a boundary. Yeah. I needed a boundary. Even yeah. even singles wasn't quite Normally, there. the first boundary comes with an edge. You nick it through slips or a French card. or that. Yeah. <laughs> you, but walking out to bat was, oh, you leave your teammates in the change room. Mm. That long, especially MCG, I feel like an hour to get out there. Yeah. Try and mark center. Your hands are shaking. Your foot's shaking. And then they're India. Right. Because you've played at a way higher level than me, but I'd only be nervous if I was going out to face a fast bowler. Oh, no. Nah, when I was a nah. kid growing up. If I was going out to face a spinner. Didn't care. Didn't care. Nah, mate. Well, the spinners were in much chop either. <laughs> <laughs> nah, didn't matter who you were facing, you were just... As I was quick, I was, always was concerned. That's why I think I should have been an opener. Because then you go out none for none. You just walk out there. When you go out two for ten or three for ten... Yeah, you know your team's under pressure. Mate, it was mm. the worst feeling. I should have opened. But what about what if, I if they're none for 200? You're thinking, yeah. Oh, when no, I go out, I've got yeah, to score but, runs because the others have scored runs. Yeah, you think the wicket's flat, flat so you could yeah. be better, better make a few. It yeah. really depends on what happens the game before as well. If you're coming off 100, you're not as nervous. Yeah. If you're coming off a couple of ducks, 
Yeah, yeah, you're starting to tense up. Hey, you're not paying your home loan. <laughs> <laughs> One more duck here and I'm, I need a job. <laughs> uh, Mitchell Robertson oh. says Laws Derildery is the hometown of Geelong great Billy Brownless, who's a real fan favourite of the show, really? considering his foray into politics which is one of the YouTube clips I think both of us watch <laughs> regularly. Uh, we need to play that again at oh, some point. Oh, we need to get it again. But no, the great Billy Brown. I didn't know he's from Gerildery. Uh, Billy, according to Mitch, oh. he's a Gerildery boy. So there you go. We've learned plenty about It's one it. of the funniest things I've seen, Billy running for <laughs> politics, <laughs> parliament, and doing that, what do they call him? A doorstop, a doorstop mm. press conference where they just harassed him and asked him all sorts of questions <laughs> and he had absolutely no idea. They asked him about the Governor-General and <laughs> he was looking around going, oh, what am I meant to say here? Oh, yeah, I'll look into that. Today, just, I'll lock into that. Just go, go to YouTube and look that up. Uh, Dave Stanley, I believe, is joining us. Yeah, he's, a, he's walking in. So this is live commentary of Dave walking into the studio. I'll tell Here you what, he is he's doing been busy, a, DS. Doing Mario he's, followed him in. What was busy. Mario doing? What's Mario doing following you? have been on the I've phone. Been, I've been on the phone. I've been uh, just chatting to the Minister for Racing, oh. Mr. Kevin Anderson. Who's in Cobar this morning? How did that go? Very good. We got an interview with him. So oh, what announcement was, uh, have we got? Well, we've got the country championship staying this weekend. Uh, so Tun Curry, isn't it? Sunday. Curry. Yes, it is. That's very loud, uh, Loza. Oh, sorry, who mate. Who used this headset? Before you? Is that down? Before me. No, no. Down? No, I don't know where. Is that anyway. down? No, it's very, no. very loud. No. Who, I want to know who used these that headphones. One? I don't know. Who was in the studio last? No mm. idea. Was it anyone? John O. John O. John O. John O. knows what he's doing. Be um, careful there, John Yeah, so we've got Tungary Foster on Sunday. <laughs> on uh, Sunday. And that kickstarts the country championships. Then we go. That's perfect, John Thank you. Then we go to Coffs Harbour. We've got uh, Albury. We've got Tamworth. We're going to Canamble. So we're going to be going Racing HQ during the week to all these different locations. She's busy. Plenty of stories uh, to come your way too. So, yeah, it's going to be going to be good fun. Mm, awesome. Don't sound so excited, boys. How good? <laughs> Sounds good. How good? What are you laughing about? No, 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 no. You get me in trouble. I'm what not you, going there. No, 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 nothing. No, I'm not going there, Dave. What do you do every night? Because I get in Cause trouble. Because your show's during the day. And then, what do you like, afternoon, night, what are you doing? You're just drinking at the pubs. Oh, Is that of the, No, no, well, I'll come home. So... You, Oh, so you don't just keep going. Like, if you've got to go to three places. You, oh, so you fly in, fly out, fly or drive in, in drive out. out. Drive out, yeah, got to be. Because, oh, that's heavy. And we're going to be on Tuesday, Thursdays, because, like, we've got the big sports breakfast lunch as one one mm. particular yeah. week, so I've got to be back for that. We're going to be at Ramwick a few mornings because we've got, um, you know, so, yeah, we're going to be just doing busy a bit, boy. bit of case, but it's going to be good. Okay. I'm more interested in what Laurie was. No, no, mate, no, you don't Something want to sarcastic. Yeah. He's, in, Something. he's in one of those moods today, DS. Is he? He's actually been. Throwing barbs at me and about what? Oh, you can only imagine. My, about, probably my holidays. Holidays? Yeah, like he's winding. He's going talking about Pamela Anderson, but he's staring at me the whole time. Ah, oh. so he's winding me up. I'm not, boys. Out of, and Meadows like Meadows. Mido, Mi, oh, uh, Meadows Mido throws a, the line out there as well. I reckon Meadows doesn't throw the line. I reckon Meadows can see that Loz is winding you up, and he sort of goes, "I don't want to get involved in this." He's involved, man, and he'll try. And he he loves the, it. Uh, he winds him. He winds Loz up. Allows him to keep going. If so you don't want it to stop, he'd stop it. Well, Pamela was in the paper today, or she's on a Netflix documentary about her life. Yeah. What's this got to do with Pup? Exactly right, I agree. No, well, it had nothing to do with Pup. I was just telling the story. Mm. And looking at Pup and smiling. No, no, he was... What happened was, I was starting to talk right. to Loz about some footy. Yeah. And he started he, talking about Pamela. He was yes, there giggling, my point. giggling yeah, at the screen. And I just, you know, 
He, Did yeah, you do he, an ask later this morning? Come on to talk about sport and just get the No, well, I, I didn't know all... Mido was coming to me with a question. So I'm Googling stuff and I came across oh. this story on Fox Sports about Kelly Slater. So I went, right. bang, pushed the button, yeah. and the story came up about his love life with Pamela Anderson. Right. And then the story goes that Pamela found out that she wasn't the exclusive one when Kelly won an event and thanked his girlfriends. Right. a dog. Fight a dog. You're a dog. Yeah. You're a dog. Why are you looking at me? Stop looking at me. You're talking to Dave. Look yeah, at him. Look at me. So, yeah. so that's all I was talking about. Mm. Okay. Beautiful. So why do I get the blame for that? Yeah, I mean, what relation to rugby league was that? Yeah, that exactly the, uh, right. You know? Exactly right. You know? Yeah, we're talking footy, and all of a sudden that comes up out of out of the blue. And apparently, I could just imagine him. Too. Hey, he would have started reading, and his brain me under the been, table. His brain would have been processing, and he's <laughs> he's just got too too excited. He's just right. looking around. Anyway, uh, oh, we've got the racing minister on the program this morning, Good. Kevin Anderson, Richard <laughs> Callender, Matt Smith, Rob Archibald, uh, Joe Pride, and Danny Williams. And as I said, we're building towards the country championship. Mido's already packing up. Mido's out. He's got Jim. He's straight to the gym. Straight to the gym. Yeah, he's working hard. Perfect, yeah, mate. Just got to get rid of some demons. Okay. <laughs> I'm, co- I'm coming with you. <laughs> We're going to be busy. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, all right, boys. Well, it's 9.01. We're going to get to the news. Jump on TripAdvisor. Give some holiday recommendations. <laughs> Drilderie. Yes. Oh, 